Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada. I'm your host, Deepak Batty, and today I have somebody that's been uh, making quite a scene here in the Okanagan, at least, and also in the Vancouver scene in the fashion world. And her, she goes by Bead. She has a fashion line called Designs by Bead. And uh, what I really like about it personally is just kind of like the one-of-a-kind, ethical uh, fashion choices that they make, right? So what she does, for example, is just get her own fabrics and make her own sort of styles. And I really like that. I've, I've been kind of in like this uh, existential conundrum of, uh, should I just go buy clothes that are cheap from like Uniqlo or whatever, or should I go thrifting? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, or should I just get designer stuff and just resell it later? I have no idea. And so I'm really happy to uh, have her on the show and pick her brain a little bit and uh, see what's up. So, hey, how's it going? I know I've asked you this before. Have, have, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know. It is I'm what good, it is, I'm good. I love how you mentioned um, how you, you never know if you should buy cheap or like, you know, ethically or like all that stuff because I've always had the same struggle. Yeah, it's been running on my mind like so much lately. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I'm just like, I don't know what to do. What's your stance on this? Well, it's it's pretty tricky because the fashion industry is like based off of consumerism, right? Yeah. But I think when it comes to your purchases, the best is to just look for like sustainably made or like at least ethically made or even just like organic fibers so that it actually decomposes. Right, right. But yeah, that's a whole a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we'll have the time to talk about it today so like Perfect. put in whatever input you'd like now was i correct that uh, you started here in the okanagan or is that not the case tell me your backstory um so i'm actually from saskatchewan and then i moved out to Kelowna, and i started going to school and so i got my diploma in fashion design and merchandising and i've always wanted to have my own business so i was like okay let's do like a little soft like start and so I was just kind of playing around finding out kind of like my niche and what I liked and how I could use like how I could incorporate my values in such a like in such a crazy industry um but yeah I did it did start technically in Kelowna but I really like amped it up when I moved to Vancouver right right and did you graduate mm -hmm. from OC no actually like <laughs> you know Cato yeah 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 they had a fashion diploma at the at the time and really? i just really wanted like yeah yeah yeah. it's crazy because they don't anymore but i wanted somewhere that was like manageable and because i moved from like literally my town was sixteen thousand people so i was like oh it's a good little like in between spot to get used to big cities and stuff then i had right. a little bit of family out there right um yeah but my it, like the program ended right after i finished it and there was only three people in it so it was super dope, actually. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah. got to like do whatever I wanted, learn everything that I needed to, and which was super helpful actually because I could just like cram as much as possible, and I didn't really follow too much of like the outline. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. Would you have said that it's worth it to have gone then? If you don't know how to sew, I would definitely suggest going to get some kind of education just so you can know like the industry standards but if you feel really comfortable and confident in your abilities and like love to google then no i don't <laughs> think you need it at all <laughs> right right yeah and how did you get into fashion in the first place i don't even know i like swear <laughs> i was born like this <laughs> you like in grade four drawing pictures I, I i think i yeah i think it was grade four and i was like i'm gonna have my own boutique called is because it's gonna be like it's the best like these clothes are, are no, beat is the best, you know, like little like funny grade four <laughs> slogans. 
Right. That's mm-hmm. that's so funny. Did you do <laughs> yeah. anything like back then? Did you actually have any things made? Shirts, dresses? Um, I've always been pretty creative. So I like knitted a lot when I was like that young. Right. But when I got a bit older, I tried to like cut things up and then sew them by hand. But like not really realizing that sewing pants or like a whole shirt by hand takes forever. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you don't have a sewing machine, it's just, like, the slowest process. And I get really impatient sometimes. Uh, so, I was just, like, fucking around all the time. Oh, sorry. Can I swear? Is that fine? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. <laughs> um, but then I think it was about in grade 8 that I started, like, actually repurposing clothes and sewing things. And, like, it actually, be like, you could actually wear it. Right. What was the so, style like back then? Um. So, the, some of, like, my first, like, products that I was really proud of when I was younger was just like repurposing like vintage jackets and stuff into skirts or like I made a beret once and it was it was just like random things it wasn't like an actual style but oh I see yeah right. yeah it wasn't until like mm, I'd say a year ago that I really like started being like okay I want to be sustainable like make it out of scraps or like dead stock fabrics you know Right. Okay. And what made you do that switch into ethical fabrics and things like that? Well, it it was because like, I don't think I could even like function in this industry if it wasn't (laughs) like, I just felt so bad being like, okay, like this fabric is made and pollutes the environment. And it's probably made not very ethically. Like when I'd buy it, like just from like a regular fabric store. Um, And then I'd be like, and then on top of that, like, I don't know it's not good once it's like done like people probably just throw it out like obviously like not right away but um so with the sustainable i try and like find fabrics that um factories have gotten rid of and don't really need but like you know it's like not enough to really do anything with or i work for this other brand and so whatever scraps they have i sometimes collect and make like one of pieces which is really cool (laughs) so it's like three times sustainably made or whatever (laughs) oh crazy that's super sick that's mm-hmm. super sick. So, um, how has your style kind of evolved over time? Um, I'd say at the start, it was like women's wear and just things that I could kind of like fit into because I was using myself as like a form, right? Um, to base like the size and the patterns off, and then it. I was like experimenting also with like um, graphics and t-shirts and like excuse me, trying to figure out a way to incorporate, like, getting prints on t-shirts, but, like, still keeping it sustainable, but, like, it was a weird balance, because a lot of places won't take, like, vintage tees and, like, print them for you, Mm. um, and then after, like, I figured out that, like, that wasn't really, like, the move, like, like, I'm not a graphic designer, like, (laughs) I don't know why I'd really want to be on that, right, Um, right, but I really, really enjoy the process of, like, cutting things up and sewing it and figuring out the best fit and, like, like the whole hands-on process I, re- I think that's super cool yeah. um so trying to think so then I guess it was more recent that I was like okay let's do like a few unisex pieces mainly women's wear and just experiment with letting the fabric tell you how how to like make it like a lot of the time like even today when I went to the fabric store I had these ideas in my head and I saw like the most beautiful like patterns and like <laughs> textures. And I was like, yo, so this wants to be a bathing suit. This wants to be some pants. And I was like, I guess that's what we're doing. Sick. Um, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to, uh, well, once I start getting to work a little bit more with these new fabrics, I'm about to release like some bike shorts, some cute little tops, some nice things for summer. And then 
I guess now a small bathing suit line <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> should be dope. Yeah, perfect timing. Bikinis. Perfect timing. Yeah, totally. I but, but sorry, go on, hmm. go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think what I really enjoy doing with the brand right now is focusing on denim and like using it for everything. I've like noticed. I just made a denim. Yeah, denim string bikini. <laughs> People love it. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. I mean, would mm-hmm. you would you actually go into the water with something like that? Well, it's more like poolside. Like when you get yeah, when you get a little bit older and you're like, you know, by the ocean, not a lot of people actually go swimming. So Right. Just to look cute, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to swim, you probably could. So small, you probably wouldn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. It's not water resistant. <laughs> probably get a little heavy <laughs> in the water though, too, hey? Yeah, it might, it might, it might. I mean yeah. By the way, I love biker shorts. I love it when my mm-hmm. girlfriend we- wears them. I think they look so good. If I was a girl, yeah. I'd wear biker shorts all the time. Yo, you can wear biker shorts right now. As a, as Fashion a dude? Fashion has no gender. <laughs> yeah, as a dude. <laughs> you wanted to. Obviously, the fit would be you'd have to get a little, like, finesse, but... Well, see, the thing about it is that, like, biker shorts, I don't know, I think that... Uh... There's just like a whole lot of stuff there. <laughs> You're like it's too tight. It's there's too just tight. So, there's just so so much stuff there that I'm just Yo, like. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I'd get yeah. arrested if I wore that. You know what I mean? But totally. like, what I'm looking for, to be honest, like, what I'm looking for is like when I see like athletes in like the '90s, like photos of them wearing like thigh high shorts with like white tees or like. Yo, the short up. shirts are fire. They're so sick. I have no idea where I to get know. them though. Oh, like. Oh, where, where could I, hmm, I don't even know. Maybe, like, if you wanted something cheap, obviously, you could do, like, AliExpress. Like, they have everything. <laughs> but, right. like, don't do that because it's bad. <laughs> bad yeah. for the environment. But right. easy to find things. Right. One of my favorite looks yeah. is, like, getting, like, really colorful shorts. Like, I would love to rock purple, yellow, red, green, like, all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. And then just, like, a white tee on top is just, like, I don't know. I think it's a really good look. Yeah, white's well, super easy to, like... Keep it nice and calm when you got the bright colors underneath. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, so also, where does your inspiration from fashion come from? Or is it just all just kind of like whatever comes to mind? Um, I think I like to like the past a lot. And so like right now I'm like, I adore the 70s. I've always adored the 70s and like 60s and those yeah. kind of silhouettes and just the style. Um. But a lot of the time, too, when I make a new piece, it just kind of pops into my head and I'll be doing something really random. And all of a sudden I'll be like, I have to make this or else I cannot stop thinking about it. Like it gets like almost like obsessive. I'm like, I need to go home and like sell this right now. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. That's sick. Yeah. Is it is it like a long process to make like a particular item of clothing? Like sort of like those uh, patchwork denim pants that uh, you've shown online? Yeah, those took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> those took like uh maybe six to eight hours nonstop. damn but no pattern like there was no pattern there was no like all those strap pieces were like this big right and so i had to like and i'd like switch it out sometimes be like oh that pocket looks bad next to that shade of blue like (laughs) yeah i had to puzzle it together but once you get into the flow of it you like you can't even tell the time's going by right yeah 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 it feels quick Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel with a lot of my projects too. I think that's how all creatives get. It's like once you get into it, like you could go forever. 
Oh, totally. Sometimes. And then reality kicks in and you have to like eat a snack or like go yeah, to the bathroom. It's like exactly. the most annoying thing ever. That's literally me. I get hangry. Like it's terrible. The, the, <laughs> the level of hanger I get too. Cause I'll really? always just forget. I'll be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And all of a sudden I'll be like, yo, don't even talk to me. I need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, so I wanted to kind of, just like what we were mentioning earlier, I wanted to kind of get into how does somebody go into like getting ethical clothing if they if that is a concern for them and like what's mm-hmm. your stance on things like fast fashion and those kinds Ooh. of things oh good questions um i think the fashion industry needs to be revolutionized i think um fast fashion isn't obviously it's not sustainable at all um so i think a way to switch that would be just everybody doing their part in in um changing where they spend their money and supporting either different brands or going out on their own and trying to find secondhand clothes. Um, even like, and I get the, I get the allure to the fast fashion cause it's so cheap, right? And yeah. like, styles come out so quickly. But the one thing to think about when you're buying fast fashion, just to like kind of ease your mind and like your need to consume is like everything they produce is, um, trends like quick trends so you'll you can look at it and be like yo that's fire right now but like in a month it'll be dead <laughs> so it's better to just invest your money um into classic pieces that's like a little a little trick sometimes i use to like just make my mind stop thinking about like oh that's so cute mm. <laughs> so cute and right. cheap um right. but then like on the other hand obviously you have um you have like the sustainability aspect and so um, shopping sustainably really looks like choosing um, certain brands based off your research, right? Right. Or like thrifting, or you can even just repurpose all the stuff you have in your house. Like you, there's really easy little projects you can do with really? honestly anything. Yeah, I've started to like um, go through my all my clothes in my house because a lot of the fabric stores are um, closed. Right. And so this morning I'm like gonna let out a little video on how to make bike shorts from like literally anything you have in your house. Like as long as it's stretchy. Yeah. It's super, super easy, super easy. Don't even need a pattern. Yo, I got you guys. Like, (laughs) 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 Yeah. I just recorded it this morning. So I'm hoping not to edit it and have it out in a little bit. It's just super, super quick though. Right. Um, yeah, but right now, like I'm, I'm noticing a lot more sustainable brands emerge Mm -hmm. and then, um, Another really cool thing is I'm noticing a lot more reworking brands. So like even just like like the littlest things can be changed on it and like all of a sudden the super fire. Like I've seen like people being like printing things on like just old Levi Denim jeans. Yeah. And it's fire. It's fire though. <laughs> so I love it. I'm like in full support of it. Um, but yeah, it's just about making that switch because once you make it, it's so easy to keep it up. Right. And like Yeah. But oh, I just had a little thing just popped into my head. It's gone now. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, yeah, when I was going to school, the crazy, like the coolest thing happened. My prof, she made two dresses and wore them every single day for a year. As Mm -hmm. like a statement, or just to kind of like prove a point. uh, I think it was more to prove a point because, like, obviously, our culture is so based around consumerism and capitalism, and like, yeah, the only reason we want to buy so much is because like we're tricked into it. To be honest, right? Right. Right. Um. So she was like, if I can wear the same stuff, and it was the same style dress, it wasn't even different style dress, to every single event I go to every single day, 
like and then she had a blog about it too she's like hopefully i can inspire other people to just do it as well right yeah and so it's all about just like using what you have to create the looks you want crazy and it was super cool she had like she wore it with like jeans or she'd wear it like she dressed it up dress it down and like like that's what i'm talking about like classic pieces you can wear to anything you just have to have the accessories for it like a black dress scooper all the all the events everything it's timeless timeless classic perfect <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. i like to look at that kind of stuff um i find that personally uh i look at my wardrobe and i'm getting to a point right now where i haven't bought anything new for at least oh i don't know like maybe six months or something like that and i'm just like i That's hate everything good. i hate all of it i want to get rid of i literally want to get rid of everything except maybe like four or five things and that's it. And I'm just kind of now in this place of, um, yeah, I mean, I like Uniqlo. I thought, I think their clothes look kind of cool, but we don't have one in Kelowna. Um, Mm -hmm. and then there's like, and then there's also thrifting, but I just don't find that thrift shops have a whole lot of great variety for men's clothing here. Like there's, there's like in a smaller town, it's just not that fashion forward women yeah. though it's another hand though like uh lost together is a uh, sick consignment yeah, it's so- fire. It's i got fire. this hat from con- uh from lost together and it's so oh, sick so cool. yeah but uh but there aren't a whole lot of there aren't a whole lot of like fashion forward um men's mm-hmm. thrift stores thrift stores or consignment stores here something you might be into is um uh like vintage resale like there's so many people in like I, I don't know if it's just like the circle I run in or if it's just like really big over here. Yeah. But there's just unreal pieces being posted and the, and the price varies. Like obviously some things can be like super affordable, like cheap, like 10, 15 bucks. And then I've seen like really old, like, um, like van tees for like $800. It's wild. I love <laughs> it though. I love it, but it's wild. Damn. Damn, I don't know yeah. if I could drop eight hundred for a for a t shirt. No, but like if you think about it, people are spending like that on like off white. True. And to be to be honest, I'm not super here for off white because <laughs> it's just like everybody's got it. It's like wh- where's the value if everybody's wearing it? How is that? You know, showing your unique personality. True. Just, yeah, just showing the trends true and i kind of feel that when i see people wearing like the the classic gucci cap with like the red and green and the brown all that kind of stuff i'm just like it's cool that you like spent that money i mean you can do whatever you want with it but it just doesn't mean anything to me you know yeah i mean like what's your stance on uh, designer brands like that um for me like i like to focus more on um, like color and the like the way that people are expressing themselves through what they wear so like when I see people wearing the designer I just kind of like like I don't want to like not in a bad way but y'all just get like placed into like the same little area you know I'm like okay you have money you got some LV on I see your Nike cool but like did, was there effort how do you feel what do you like 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 it's just I feel like some designers are just getting so generic and like there's just no like there's nothing no, like really special anymore about it like I rem- like I, I well at least when I was younger but I feel like in the past it was more like when you had designer you were like like you were excited about it. you were like this is my first designer bag oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. like nobody else has it I'm just treating myself shit I'm gonna have this for like the next like 
60 years because it's of quality and like it's just like wow and now i feel like people are like oh let me get that lv bag and i'll buy the way i want that one and (laughs) and they're like i don't like it anymore it's out of season it's just like i think it's better to invest your money in in special things and like focus um what you wear on like how you're gonna express yourself and like i think it's so fire when people come out with like yellow hair and like polka dotted shirts and like weird like i love seeing crazy outfits it's just i think it's so inspiring i'm like you are you and that is that is amazing (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i love um dennis rodman to me is like one of the coolest (laughs) he's so sick i love his looks wears whatever he wants like it's amazing does whatever he wants wears whatever he wants like dope yeah love it i i saw this picture of him wearing like this like really um sick uh tie-dye like blue shirt with like american flag pants and like some old timberlands and it's so sick like right yeah i love that's the thing that's the thing too like with it doesn't matter what you're wearing as long as you just like just you just mush it together and then all of a sudden it's just like whoa how'd you do that <laughs> yeah exactly and plus yeah. i don't i don't necessarily like the rule of you can't cl- uh, have two alternate patterns like that's stupid no, that's a right? stupid rule <laughs> yes <laughs> yes the dumb rule and i just think that it's not necessarily about the brand i don't necessarily think it's about the piece particularly mm-hmm. for me i like to see how colors and compositions complement each other on that person um, exactly that's how i like to look exactly. at it and i think there's um like with the whole col- 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 wow shit okay with the color thing and uh, the pattern thing i was listening to a podcast on uh business of fashion i don't know if you're familiar with that one but they were taught um yeah they were talking about i think they had a guest speaker i can't remember his name but they were talking about how color and pattern or mixing patterns is associated with um, um, people who immigrated to like America. And so when that happened, like back in the day, you know, when the country started to grow they wanted it to be like more like black and white clothes, because that's like businessy. That's very like, you know, like the people of privilege and the people who have all the money are like very like, like this. And they didn't want to celebrate the immigrants, which is like, I think is crazy because everybody's culture is so beautiful. Yeah. And, and I, I think that it's like those kind of weird, like little history, like associations with how we dress today is crazy because so many people don't even know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no it's, idea. No, I didn't either until I heard that. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. Like, why don't you just like, like there's so many ways society represses people and it's just <laughs> nuts. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I wish that I saw more people representing their ethnic background. I think it's like the Mm -hmm. coolest thing when people represent like their own country's colors or like this or that. Like when I see, for example, uh, oh, Jerome Blake, uh, he just recently posted a picture of himself with Jamaica's colors. And I'm like, that is that is so sick. Yeah, I saw that. I'm I'm, I'm friends with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just, and I'm trying my best to like kind of get into what India has got going on, right? Like I'm trying mm-hmm. to do my mm-hmm. best to understand what that's all about and represent those colors too. Um, and I just wish that like everybody kind of like went into it, you know, like white people, Asian people, brown people, yeah. black people. I just think that adding more variety into the way that we dress would be really important, I think, for the fashion world, to be honest. Totally. And I think that it's all about like celebrating, celebrating everybody, celebrating yourself. Yep. Being happy with like what you have, you know, not needing to change anything. Yep. Or maybe change if you want. Um, I think uh, I, I was I was learning about um, 
another trend that the fashion industry might go into. Well, not trend, I guess, but um, way that it might evolve is to just make kind of like have the fashion industry be unisex or gender gender neutral, I guess. So right. I was listening to a different podcast and somebody was talking about how important that is. And I honestly think that that's fire. I think it should be. Yeah. Uh, and especially because like guys have like historically worn heels and skirts and stuff like that. And the only reason that um, the fashion industry is gendered is, is, well, obviously capitalism, but then also it has to do with um, um, repre- repressing women yeah. is what I was learning about yeah, and yeah, how yeah. like dressing femininely is associated with certain things. So you shouldn't, if you're like, you know, it's just like the things you learn, it's mind blowing the more you look into it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And as a dude, like growing up, um, you're taught certain things, right? Like um, you yeah. don't want to, you don't want to express your feelings too much. You don't want to paint your fingernails. Yeah. You know, femininity is not necessarily something that you want to embrace. But like my idols, though, that I've looked up to, um, say for example, Kurt Cobain, right? He's a really big example yeah. of uh, wearing dresses while you know doing whatever he wants to do, right? He's a big fashion icon. He 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 was the first guy to wear like clout goggles, which is played out right now it's totally played out right now but he had amazing fashion sense that is totally permeated in today's world right you see a lot of totally you see a lot of rappers wearing like grungy kind of apparel right little uzi vert it's Mm -hmm. all about that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and um yeah and 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 uh i wish that i could personally embrace androgyny uh but i just don't think that i have the body composition for it well of course it's a preference (laughs) like (laughs) You can't do it all as long as you're happy. You like what you wear. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the band uh, The Garden? Mm, I don't think I have. There are a couple of twins from California and they, mm-hmm. they make some like really sick punk music. It's just those two. And... Uh, uh, they they pull off androgyny really well. They do a really oh, good yeah? job of it. Yeah, and they have like a really great fashion sense of all sorts of different types of styles and stuff. And so I think that's th- those guys are great. I think uh, I think the whole like acceptance of androgyny uh, in in like such a mass scale is beautiful because like David Bowie started it and yeah. uh, and like yeah, it's, it's sick. It's so sick. It's totally sick. Yeah, yeah big fan of it. <sighs> Hell yeah! Uh, one by the way, one thing that. Uh, Speaking of like expressing yourself, one piece of clothing that I thought you did really well was the acid wash t-shirt. I still have yet to buy one. Oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought it you. was really sick. The like blue one and the and the pink one really caught my eye. Those ones are really sick. Aw, thank you. Yeah, when I was making those, I like, I honestly forgot about them until you just mentioned them now. But um, last summer, I started doing those guys because I wanted to supply some items that men could wear or masculine people would be more interested in um because like yeah before i was doing a lot of women's wear but i was seeing that i had a lot of um male supporters or masculine people you know (laughs) right um and they were wanting they were wanting like me to create something for them and i just i had nothing so i was like okay what can i do that's like you know in style and that'll fit anybody Right, right, yeah. right. So I noticed that like on your website, everything is one of one, right? Like all the um, denim and like, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, I need to update it, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, I mean, does that does that particularly mean that when somebody orders an item, you have to like literally make it on the spot and then just like ship it out or? Um, sometimes, yeah. I, I, uh, I like to have a few 
like the ones that are on the site right now are one of ones, but occasionally, like depending on the piece, I'll have a few like a size run. But um, I really like to involve my consumer in the design process. So like I really like I love it when people DM me and they're like, "Yo, can you make me that but mix with that piece?" And like this is my size. I think it's great. Oh, sick! And, yeah, yeah. So I get a lot of DMs of people just being like what can you do this and I'm like of course of course like let's figure it out or like I have um I have somebody from Saskatchewan sending me like some ripped up pants and he's like you can do whatever you want to them and then I'll pay for it all and then you send them back to me and just like enjoy yourself and I was like like so many ideas just pop into my head and people are like that and I love it because it like allows me to be more creative than like a business kind of woman right and I think that's like the part that I love the most Oh, crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, people actually sent requests to you like that. Cause I've always had some ideas in my mind about what I would like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been really into like pattern pants. I love having stuff with mm -hmm. like, I'd love to have jeans, for example, with just like gold dots all over or like, very, I just want to walk around and my pants look shimmery. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be so that'd be sick. <laughs> so yeah. like, I have no idea how to pull that off. So like, I mean, if you could help me with that, that'd be dope. I'll pay you whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. I got you. Hell yeah. We yeah. could totally figure something out. Hell and yeah. And I think something really cool with that is that it makes people more excited to wear it too, right? hundred percent. Yeah. And that's like, also like my favorite thing is when somebody buys something or even like when I give somebody a garment and they're like, yo, I'm so excited. And they like, post me about it. And they're like, thank you. It's like my new favorite shirt. <laughs> I'm just like, you're welcome. I'm happy you went to a good home. Like I'd rather go to a good home. Like then somebody be like, ah, thank True. you for the shirt. <laughs> yeah. So like often, often if people DM me, like, I don't even mind. I like give them a little deal. I'm like, yo, take it. Like I'll give you, a, I'll give you, it's on sale. It's on sale. I love your excitement. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Do you think that you'd open that up yes. to like a full-time thing, like uh beads, custom apparel or anything like that? Um, I think eventually I think that'd be dope. Um, I'd love to be able to live off of just me creating. It's always the so dream. one day eventually eventually but i still have lots like i still have lots to learn in terms of just like being in the fashion industry um in general and growing like a business right so i'm trying like like right now i work for a different brand so i'm i'm using that as an opportunity to really learn about you know writing the startup and scaling it and getting investors and you know manufacturing across across seas and whatnot Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, when, yeah. you're, when you're still growing and learning and everything like that, it's an important mm -hmm. step to have. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And so eventually I'll be able to apply that to my, my brand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, let's say, for example, tomorrow you had your ideal brand. Um, you didn't have to worry about like losses or profits or anything like that. But you could just sort of be like, this is what the brand stands for. This is what it's about. Uh, what would that be for you? Oh, like what? Um it's like my uh, call to action or whatever yeah sure yeah we <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever whatever so like um my mission statement there you go that's what there i was looking yeah, for yeah. um so i would say designs by bead is a brand that wants to create one-of-a-kind garments for one-of-a-kind people one-of-a-kind bodies it's a brand that wants to um change the fashion industry and um and make it more sustainable like i'm I'm like, I would, I just would love to save the world. I would just love like all this environmental shit that's going on. I just like want to be able to contribute and change the industry. So like 
the world can heal and so that people's values are like shifted on things that like really matter like being happy in what you're wearing buying um what's good for the environment you know expressing yourself being body positive yeah all those things so that's what i'm really big on so cool that's what the brand is about yeah that's cool i i respect that that's something that i would i i would really love to see Mm -hmm. i'd love to see Mm -hmm. for sure um because I, I, on my personal Instagram, I actually just like had this big conversation. I just put it up in my story and, uh, I just kind of like asked people like, what, what do you guys go for? What do you want for, for a brand and stuff like that? And, uh, a lot of people weren't really sure. A lot of people are like, nah, we don't support fast fashion and stuff like that. So if there's like, to me, it's not, yeah. to me, it's not obvious. Um, like there's a single brand that's like, we are specifically about ethically sourced fabrics and ethically sourced mm-hmm. material that is good for everybody and all that. So I think that'd be, that'd be awesome to see. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, um, Th- those kind of brands are starting more and more right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is it is difficult to find brands where everything's 100% sustainable just because um, within the industry like and suppliers and stuff, you yeah. don't you don't find a lot that are ethically sourced or you know yeah. made sustainably. Um, and then another thing that I think is is pretty pretty fresh is like um, shit. Lost my train of thought. Something else like that was fresh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shit, okay, where was it going? Um, oh, I was thinking about, uh, like, the whole dead stock idea and, like, using fabrics from um, from suppliers that, like, are kind of getting rid of it anyways. Mm. I don't think a lot of people really know about that step when they're purchasing clothes from a brand. Right. So they'll be like, oh, like, it's made sustainably or, oh, like, they, they pay um, the workers a good wage. Like, you know, and then, and then if you look into it, a good wage means like 50 cents more than the average, like person is making in that country. And then it also means like, yeah, it's like sustainably made because like, it's only 50% cotton and polyester. Right. Like, instead of, like, it's just like little <laughs> things brands will put on. So it's like really deceiving. Right. How do, how, yeah. do you, how do you, us as a consumer sift through that bullshit and find something that is legitimately like good? Like, I would just say it's research right now, at least. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of research. And then I think it's just kind of picking the best option for you. Because a lot of the time, like, like you can't spend $300 on a piece, right? Like, that's when you're young and, you you know, that's not sustainable for you financially. Of course. course. Um, So, it's yeah, it's finding that happy medium and just maybe um, spending, like, waiting to spend that money on like some like one thing instead of buying like six things from like super cheap place and then they fall apart in like a month and then you're like ah shit I gotta do it again because if you had if you had all those costs up you're like it's the same amount as buying like two really nice pieces yeah exactly mm-hmm. and as a and as a brand like when you want to be sustainable you gotta like you gotta really find those resources and you gotta hold on to them <laughs> yeah yeah and then it's also about communicating it right like some brands that are the most sustainable they aren't on a big enough scale to be accessible to everybody or like nobody knows about them that yet but right it'll happen the whole and industry is shifting i swear you think so what, uh, what i hope so you hope so <laughs> 
I think so. I think so for sure. Right. I think that communication is the most important thing here, mm-hmm. right? If it's not obvious to us as consumers that they're like genuinely making an effort, not just 50 yeah. cents more than the next place, yeah. then uh, they should tell us so we know. So we'll be more inclined to buy from them. Totally. And I think um, it's also about education too, because if you don't know that like the fashion industry is one of the biggest pollution or polluters in like the world like you're not gonna like be thinking about that you're gonna be like oh like let me like just think about oil and like gas and stuff like you know people need to like make sure they're applying those like that mindset on every industry they're they're spending their money on yeah absolutely like i don't want to know that every time i wash my clothes the fabrics are going into the like the streams and the lakes and the oceans (laughs) and blah 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 (laughs) and Ah. it's so depressing too it's like there needs to be a way to just like not for it not to be a buzzkill, but like, I guess if it's not, like, you're not going to change, like, people aren't going to like buy sustainably if they're like happy about the pollution, I guess. But yeah, it's like, man, it's so tricky. It's sad. It's, yeah, it is tricky. It's tricky. But yeah, it just comes down to like education and like telling, telling your friends when you find a cool brand that like is, is sustainable or, you know? Yeah. Finding repurposed brands. Repurposed is a good keyword to look for because it means it comes from, from something that was already made. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Yeah. I'd love to, at, at some point, my goal for my like wardrobe is that uh, I'd love to have all the pieces of my clothing be like singular. What I mean is like, it's not available to buy like off the rack at mm-hmm. like some sort of store. You know what I mean? If each piece could be individual and unique, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that comes with like, kind of like shopping local and supporting mm-hmm. like local businesses and smaller businesses Cause those are the ones that are really producing that one of a kind stuff. Yeah. Like it's almost impossible to be on a huge scale and have some and create such unique things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. <sighs> totally. Um, I actually went to a Levi's store back in the fall or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I managed to score this. Um, it was a women's denim jacket with like faux, like, leopard print fur on the inside and it's so sick it's so sick and because we don't have like it was the final one there and there's no levi stores here i love wearing it because it's so (laughs) yeah so nobody has it nobody has it yeah it's awesome it's great it's so sick i think uh do you think that do you find that like animal patterns are uh tacky or do you find them to be like cool i think um i think they come and go a little bit like it depends which ones you're into right but if you like it, just wear it, you know? Like, right. I, I was on the bus, I think, a while ago, and I saw this old lady, like, rocking leopard print with, like, zebra print, and I was just, like, ins- I was, like, wow, <laughs> you're inspirational. I love it. I love it. There you I go. I don't really think anything's, like, that tacky, because I think that it can, like, can be, like, ironic. Like, you know, you can you can wear, like, some ugly-ass shit and be like, yo, but I fuck with it, so <laughs> this is the look. <laughs> True. And that's kind of mm-hmm. where, like, dad shoes came from, too, right? It started as an irony <laughs> yeah. thing. And then it yeah, turned totally. to, like... Yeah, and Crocs I, too. I I have a pair of Monarchs. Here's like all last summer. Those were my go-to shoes. <laughs> I was in the airport once, and some guy behind me was like, "Yo, nice dad shoes." I was like, "Whoops." <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So let me see. I think I covered all the questions that I had actually for you. Um. I wanted to get into this new kind of segment here, though. Um, I wanted to kind of ask you what your favorite kind of like local places were for certain amount of things, certain types of things, I should say. So um, first place is going to be the most obvious. What's your favorite place to get some new clothes? New clothes? 
myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, vintage or thrifted. Vintage, They're, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but to be honest, like, I don't really buy new clothes a lot. Not and also it's been like it's not not very often now and it's been like corona season so like right everything's closed um also so i work for a brand called frankie collective mm, okay and so we get a, a uh, vintage or yeah we get well, everything we get is like vintage anyways oh. and then uh, we cut it up and sew to other things or the owner he also owns a store in town called Evans and frank which is also just like vintage clothes right and so i'll kind of like pick and choose certain things and be like oh like yo how much for this? How much for this? Like that's my go-to shopping, which is like not helpful to everybody else, but <laughs> <laughs> it's great for me. That's like the only way I've been buying clothes lately. Oh, that's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, if mm-hmm. I worked in a clothing shop, I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, oh. oh, actually, I did have this one other question. How is it, how do you find that the fashion um, sort of like choices have changed of people in Kelowna versus uh, Vancouver? Oh, what a question. <laughs> um i think that here it's a lot more competitive in a way oh really yeah so like i feel like here like i don't like i don't want it to come off the wrong way but i feel like i've noticed a lot of people are like chasing the dream here okay or like chasing like to be the baddest bitch or chasing like you know yeah be on top and so i think that has people uh really going there with the whole like let me bra- buy the designer let me buy the i don't know like all of the cool newest things and like let me do some like plastic surgery let me like where's the waist trainer at like competitive in that way like right and i think that people are really falling into those like um beauty standards and beauty norms and stuff like that and then in, in Kelowna, i honestly didn't really notice the fashion scene <laughs> you're hilarious <laughs> but like, that's totally course, fair you, i think that's totally course, fair everywhere though. you go like everywhere you go there's gonna be some super super hype like super cool dressers or like some like hype piece like you know all right. those people and like in Kelowna, there's definitely like some really well-dressed people but then there's also like just a lot of people who don't give a shit true true yeah yeah, and then another another thing about Vancouver too is that there's like, because I'm from such a small town, so here I feel like there's a few different scenes. Right. So you'll have like some really cool like alternative dress people, and then you have like you know like so there's like there's 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 just a lot more variety here. Mm. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, but <laughs> what um have you seen what's that the new that new dating show on Netflix? Oh, which uh, which is that? The one. Um. Oh, I, I don't even know what it's called, but it's it's this one on Netflix, and they go and they can't have sex okay. for like the whole month. Anyway, so one of the like they're introducing the contestants, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, like that person's from the UK. Okay, cool. Like that person's from here. And then all of a sudden, this chick walks out, and I'm like, yo, she looks like she's from Ban, <laughs> and it says her name, and then DC underneath, and then like I don't know, like right before the last episode, she's like, yeah, like like so and so want to come back to Vancouver with me, and I was like, yo, I called it, <laughs> like. I've seen so many girls that look like you and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just crazy how like this area is so branded. Like there's a lot of the same kind of vibe. Really? What, what was she wearing? Uh, uh, she had like, 
you know, the fake lashes, which I love. I get fake lashes all the time. Sure, sure. Like yeah, lip yeah. injections, like the long hair, like looked like a baddie, just looked like a baddie, which is sure. like great. It's a yeah, great yeah, look. Yeah. But yeah, I was yeah. like, you look like a Vancouver baddie. So like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. She was wearing a bathing suit. So it was literally just her face. Damn, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It was I love good. that you can call that out. That's so sick. Yeah. And I looked her up too, and she's like this huge influencer. So like, that's amazing. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, Setting that's the sick. trend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, do you think, do you wish that there were any like European trends or any other trends that wish that uh, they could be brought over here? Or do trends not even matter to you? Is that something that you just don't really take care of? I think of trends noticing? matter. Like I'm wearing like some acid wash sweats right now. Like that's really in. But I like just did these because I was just bored one day and wanted to try it out. Do um, your thing. Yeah, like I think in terms of trends, it's just like picking the ones that, you liked even before they were a trend because they all run on cycles. Yeah. And so it depends how you look at fashion. Like maybe you'll get a little bit before like the mainstream gets it, but eventually it just goes away. Like, you know, like how those pants with the lace up sides used to be really like, everybody's like, I want the lace up like pants. And then all of a sudden you see people with their whole ass out and the lace up is like the whole pant and there's like no denim. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> right. that's extreme and then it's done like not a lot of people wear that anymore right or like same with like ripped up things like you'll have the tasteful amount which people still wear but then like i remember a couple of years ago there was rips on the back a lot too and i was like how is that comfortable <laughs> <laughs> so yeah for, yeah for me with trends i think it's just like picking the ones you like and just really sticking with them and enjoying them before they're a trend after they're a trend you know right um but yeah, in terms of like our European trends, I like the simplicity of it and I like how delicate like the Parisian vibe is. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it would, well, I don't know if I really need to be here. Because mm. if it's here, then maybe I won't like it as much. True. <laughs> like, yeah. What? It's kind of like a grass is greener kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Because a lot of people, they're like, oh, I want to go to Europe. It's so classy. Nobody cares about how people dress. They're so like, Ooh, and I'm like, yeah, but you're going to get them and be like, I'm bored. <laughs> or like, you know, you'll get used to it. Like, but everywhere has like, everywhere you like. And then all of a sudden, like, you'll get sick of it. So it's just like enjoying what you have when you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's a funny, funny thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I will say, I will say though, I feel like I just keep on spiraling and like rambling. But um, I will say that the 2000 trends, like I know that that's like, it is a trend obviously, but I love it. But that's because, like, I've been trying to wear my thong outside my pants for years, <laughs> and now I can. Oh, man, I can't believe that a lot of that stuff is coming back. I actually just watched it this is. video on Juicy Couture, and I'm like, I... I want that! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask you, actually, about Juicy. I was going to be like, what do you think that's... I think I want to fucking wear Juicy all every day. Like, shit, I love sweatsuits. Um, no, it also is, like, pretty ugly, though. All, I it's, just it's a little ugly sometimes for sure <laughs> but that's kind of the thing though right like sometimes yes. things have to be ugly for them to be sick yeah or like weird like those glasses like oh i don't even know when that was like early 2000s like the kanye glasses that have like the oh yeah the yeah, shutters yeah those are stupid those are so <laughs> stupid yeah but it was super hot back then like it was it was yeah so i think that happens a lot though with trends hey Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would honestly, I'm not, I'm just so not a fan of Juicy Couture's look though. Like the vo all velour kind of all thing. All velour? Yeah. And just like, I, 
I think I, like I get that. I think I used to not really like it too much. Then one day it hit me. I ordered a suit off of Amazon. And I was like, that'll do, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. Oh so, yeah. I mean, it yeah. is what it is, though. May I, I have no role in uh in 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 denying people's forms of expression. You you should do <laughs> honestly. Just don't give a shit about what I think. Just do whatever you want. It doesn't matter yeah. what I think. So that's what I think. But like, I'm also super opinionated. Like, you know, you see things and you're like, that is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but <Right>. rock it. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, what but. What are some trends hmm? that you? What are some looks that you think should die? Die. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I know there's a few though for sure. It's hard to think of them on the spot. Um, trends that should die. I don't really like tie dye. No. No, and I think that's terrible because tie dye is super cool. But I don't really like tie dye things. I like the acid wash thing, which makes no sense because it's almost the same. <laughs> right. But I wouldn't want tie dye to die. I don't know. Hmm, let me think. I feel like tie-dye mm. was really, like, popular a couple of years ago, and at this point, it's kind of fading out. I don't really see it that mm -hmm. much anywhere. Yeah. But that's yeah. also, I'm here in Kelowna, also quarantined, so, like, what the hell do I know? <laughs> right, like, it's weird, because, like, I'll be seeing trends on, like, like I got TikTok. Yeah. Re like, not, well, not recent anymore, but it's still fresh. <laughs> right. And there's so many funny, like, little, like, tutorial trends on there, and so I see everybody tie-dyeing all their clothes. And sometimes it's super sick, but then sometimes I get like flashbacks to like my childhood and everybody wear the ponchos and the tie dye, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh no, I, I'm gonna take that back. Tie dye shouldn't die. I just don't really like it. Okay. Mm. What is? What about you? Maybe if you say something, to, like jot my memory. Hmm. See, the, my opinion is that like I just don't. I just don't have such a dislike for something that it should go away. Cause if I don't like it, I'm just not going to wear it and it just disappears yeah. out of my head. Or you, you just know? won't even notice it. Yeah. That's me too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I've never, Oh, actually I've never liked, um, zip up hoodies. I just never thought they were. Cool. Those are hard to enjoy until yeah. recently. I started wearing like a hella big one. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Cause it, like only for the regulating heat aspect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think of more trends that I like than trends that I don't like. That's a good mindset. Yeah, I that's think a, I just don't pay attention to things I don't like, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But. I think that I think it's good to know what you don't like, but I think it's also good to not pay attention to it too much. Yeah, yeah, I don't think about it too much. Dope, dope. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Going back to like just asking your opinion on things, I wanted to uh, ask you like your favorite place to get clothes. Then, what are your favorite place to like get food? Say like lunch, dinner, kind of Any, thing. Anywhere local. There's this spot right down, like literally like four buildings from my house. That's like Vietnamese. I love it. I can't remember what it's called, mm. but I just like walk into places that look kind of like I could get sick, but kind of like clean enough. Mm, okay, and I'm like. I'm like, that'll probably be a good place. <laughs> like, it's super, super weird. I don't like to eat at anywhere that's like a franchise unless mm. it's only because I need cheap food. Mm, okay. But like if I'm going for a meal, it's always like somewhere local, some food I can't make at home. Right. A lot of the time like Vietnamese or like sushi, obviously. Sushi's Mongolian, amazing. Korean, literally anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't eat out a lot though. I just think I, I like I like to cook. What what kind of food do you like making at home? 
Um, well, lately it's been like, <laughs> I had this little Asian like grocery store across the street and I can't really read the labels. So I just grab like the sauces that look good and I just throw them on like some stir fry with like some rice noodles and like a really thin steak and like some veggies and it just always turns out so good. <laughs> oh, they, you can't go wrong with their sauces though. They're always good. No, right? And the spice. I love the spices. Like yeah. always good. Yeah. Right. Um, what else? I've been really getting to seafood lately, but I think that's because I'm on the coast. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I like to cook that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love seafood. I wish I could have more of it. Yeah, and like, cause I'm from the like I'm from the prairies, right? So like, I grew up being like, oh, that's not that good, and like here I am now, and I'm like, I want it all. It's cause it's fresh where you're at. It's yes, fresh. Yes, yes, and you can notice the taste for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whereas here in Kelowna, you can get some pretty decent seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Kamloops to get some sushi. Not good. Don't do that. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's really that great in Kamloops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Nah. But seafood's so good, though. I wish I could eat more fish. But um, are you much of a dessert person? I love donuts. You love donuts? Where do you get donuts from? When I first moved here, I tried to go to every single donut spot. I would say my favorite's the one on the island. Oh, I think it's like Lee's Donuts or something like that. Or sorry, Granville Island, not Vancouver Island. Granville Island, I think it's called like Lee's Donuts or something like that. But it's so good. Mm. It's so good. Yeah. Sick. Sick. What else? Uh, let me see here. It was supposed to be like. Yeah, I don't really have. <laughs> I don't really have too many others. I was trying to. I'm. I like to just be really spontaneous with this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, quick one. Yeah, but like it really did not work out. <laughs> No, only because I think I can't think on the spot so quick. <laughs> Unless we do like one word responses, like first thing that comes to your mind. Like I could maybe do that. Right, right. But no. No, nah, that's... I've been like quarantining so much that like I don't even remember what the real world's like. I know, I know. I'm mm-hmm. just like getting takeout from the same places all the time just because like nothing yeah. else is open. Right. And then I'm just at home. The real world doesn't exist. It's yeah. crazy how this whole quarantine thing is affecting everything. Yeah. How's it been affecting you? Um, I think, well, I'm still working full time, like at my job job. Right, right. So I, I've been busy, but from what I've, what I know, or like what I, what I've seen with like the brand that I work for and um, mine as well, I think people are spending more money because they're bored. I could see that. I can see that. Yeah, like people are maybe making less money, but they're spending more online for sure. Well, people are getting all their checks, right? Like, true. And true. they don't they don't have to necessarily go and you know pay for gas and as often. Nobody's but, partying. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's just like staying at home, just browsing the internet, probably and window shopping <laughs> yeah. and buying stuff. Literally. But apparently, a ton of people are like paying off debts and like hoarding a ton of their money. Apparently, that's what I've been reading that's online. Good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Wow, their rent must be cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's going to do like rent and si- rent assistance oh, right, as well, right? Oh, right, 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 right. Oh my gosh, there's so many money to have. I keep on forgetting about that stuff. Because like, I like, I'm kind of like in my own little like in between quarantine and like regular life world. Because like I'm working, <laughs> but I don't really go anywhere aside from like work in my house. <laughs> right. So I'm like, eh, what's going on? And people are telling me all these things. I'm like, wow, you're like, have so much time for hobbies. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm jealous. Do you work from home? Uh, no, no, no. I go down and work. We did a studio schedule so that there's only like three people in the studio at a time. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, we all work in kind of our own little corner, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, so Social we stay distance. safe. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> dope. Dope. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I don't really have any other questions for you, Bead. Uh, do you have any more for me at all? Yeah. How long have you been doing your podcast for? Uh, started in 2018, took a break in 2019, uh, and then, uh, I'm going strong now. So yeah. Dope. That's so, awesome. I would say collectively like a year and a half, but all together yeah. like two and a half years. Cool. That's yeah. sick. Good job. Also, <laughs> I just remembered, I just got the little like thing on my phone that is supposed to die because I've been using the Zoom on my phone. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go do your thing then. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Well, I think I got 10%, so it's not too bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can end it. Cool. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Did you have any other final words for all the people out there? Um, yeah, I guess. Um, if they want to stay up to date with my cool, fun tutorials that I'm going to be happening, like, you know, follow me at adesignsbybead.com. Or, I mean, adesignsbybead on Instagram or adesignsbybead.com. Either go. or um what else yeah i'm gonna be releasing some new stuff coming up soon so that's really exciting sick make sure that uh make sure that you all follow her so that you all know yeah please <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah and yeah. uh i just want to say thank you so much for being a part of the show i really appreciate your time and everything yeah no problem hopefully i uh, adequately answered those questions <laughs> no nah, you're great you're good you're good <laughs> cool nah, it was all good cool and uh, thank you so much to everybody else for listening. I appreciate your time. And make sure that you follow Bead on her Instagram. Uh, go onto her website, buy her clothes, and follow us uh, for the Culture Canada on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell so you know when we upload. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> my friends keep on making fun of me for saying that all the time, but whatever. And then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, y'all. Bye.